Dubfod goes hard. The popcorn bitch, the king of... Oh, I said king of... What am I mean? Duke of Denim, right? Jaguar Impressive. Jaguar Impressive. The man... Uh, Travis P. Bears. Oh, Spice, Mr. Travis Pulse. Hey, y'all. And guys, Drunkard STL on the Twitters is here as well. So before we get too deep into it... Okay. My wife woke me up out of a dead sleep to come here tonight. Oh. And, and I, you oh, didn't work? And I, oh, I did. I worked. But I almost told her, fuck... You. She she almost uh, she saved the day. She saved the day. She is the reason I'm here today. Because we people, uh, usually get dr- we usually get drunk coming directly from work. No, dr- drunk goes home and takes a power nap now because yeah. he's big shot, Travis. Oh, he works that day shit. Sh- she yeah. is. Uh, and I'm glad that she did because uh, you, you see, Travis drunk. He has a new cola to try and. This cola I just found yesterday. I'm pretty excited about it. Where'd you find it at? It was at the Schnooks. It was 99 cents, so I got us both one. You know, I sprung Ooh. I sprung so we could both have one. I gotta say, that's typically uh, our friend King of Cola's favorite is when it's uh, real cheap. I'm yeah, gonna that's get what I said. I said, oh, 99 cents. <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a drinking show, Travis. I'm gonna do some drinking. A little fireball? My cola. But yeah, drunk, he has to just drink it straight because that's that's what he bases it on. Cola! For the best, and it's uh, since 1946. It's kind of it's a retro label. It's for the best. Is it by the best? Let's decide. And you know what? It's in a 24 ounce bottle. Oh yeah, 20 percent more than a 20 ounce bottle. There ain't nothing better than a single serve 24 ounce <laughs> bottle for 99 cents. <laughs> My prediction is, well, I'm not, no, that's, that's a bias. Let me just. Yep, don't have a bias going into it. This is going to rank high, I believe. Wow. It's actually pretty weak. Yeah. There's very little fizz there's in There's no pop in the day's cola. The flavor is good, but there's no fizz and there's no, there's no, 
smack you in the face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's. And this is a fresh dull. bottle. Yeah. Uh, four nine. I wish I could rank oh. it higher. Wow. Days. Four nine for days. What are you doing, days? You get a lot of it though, Travis. So <laughs> if there was yeah. if there was any sort of fizz in this bottle, it would have got ranked a lot higher. But hey, man, quantity over quality from the days, people. Travis, I got big fucking news. I know that we're we're having fun with the colas and stuff, but uh, I could hardly hardly contain myself to tell you about it before drunk got here, Travis. Did you hear? That the fucking Firefest is coming back. <laughs> no, it's not. Wasn't that like a a, a, a shit show? From the same What's assholes? up, guys? This is a big day because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has been the absolute wildest journey to get here. And it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. What are you in yeah. solitary confinement for there, bud? Oh, bet you it's for Firefest 1. Solitary? Yeah. Same guy, Travis. He's doing a... Dude, that's... What's, what's, what's this asshole's name? It's like Billy something, Billy right? something, yeah. If your name is like Billy... Billy! Uh, immediately don't trust this person. <laughs> Man, I gotta say. I want to know the assholes who are going to shell out money for these tickets. Where Where is now, this I don't know like? if it's true, Travis, but I heard word that it's sold out. Which I can't believe that would be true. I can. These this generation of dipshits is quick to because they this, listen. This is a win win situation. If yeah, fuck the, yeah, it is. If the festival is awesome and all of the people and things Billy show McFarland, up, Billy Travis. And if it's as promised, it's going to be a good time. If it's not, your social media cred just shot through the roof. Yeah, you get a good story out of it, right? You can take a picture of your cheese sandwiches in the in your in your uh, flooded uh, cabana and be like, "This fucker did it again." I wrote out this fifty-page plan of how it would take this overall interest and demand in fire, and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen, but how it would find the best partners in the world to allow me to be me while executing Fire's vision to the highest level. Oh, good for you! You mean like the first time you put this thing on? Well, Travis, he's worked out the kinks. Yeah, I would certainly hope so. <laughs> <At least I'm... laughs> in my first year, I partnered with one of the biggest and best TV companies in the world to produce a documentary called After the Fire. I've also worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. I partnered with one of the a biggest Broadway TV musical Fire outfits. Festival, the Broadway musical. Travis, when's that coming to the Fox? I'm I partnered with it. one of the biggest TV partners I could find to document just how terrible <laughs> the Fire Fest was, and to show how inept I was as a promoter. And that's, here we go. Now, it. we watched two documentaries about Firefest and what a piece of shit was. I bet his yeah. is like how it wasn't really all that bad. No, his is the uh, uh, the the Hulu one. He either was behind the Hulu one or the Netflix one and was not behind the other. So I cannot recall which one he was behind. Charles, but I think uh, I only watched the Netflix one, and I don't know how he could have been behind that because it really painted him to look like a pretty bad yeah, guy. Yeah, so probably the Hulu one. They all kind of showed him as being 
just an inept dipshit, but I think he got to talk a lot more in one or the other. So, uh, yeah, like he was absolutely behind one of those documentaries. This is insane. Travis, now, G. Tom Mack is making a Lost Boys Broadway musical. And somebody else, uh, Patrick, the actor Patrick Wilson is also making a Lost Boys musical. Independent of G. Tom Mack? There's room for two Firefest musicals, right? We could make one. Yeah, let's partner with Netflix. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and South America, and ultimately we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's fucking go. The Caribbean, eh? Yeah, he's going back I bet there. it's. He didn't learn I bet his lesson the first time? Nope. Yeah, I bet it's not the same island. Um... <laughs> Because those people were pretty salty about how much they got ripped off and their businesses fucked don't, up. Don't you don't you put that in the desert? We'll uh, do it as soon as Burning Man's over and just put it right in the same spot that's that Burning Man. I was at. thinking. I don't know, Travis. I don't trust this fire fest too. But let's this see guy, how it pans out. Th- because of all the exposure that the first fire fest got, I would imagine Ja Rule's not involved in this one. This guy's gonna sabotage this. Right from the get go, he's going to make this the biggest piece of shit in the world because if he does that, that's just that much more exposure for what this band dumb is fuck. Gonna I was about to say, if Fire you're Fest too, if you're any sort of artist, who's going to play it? How do you say yes to this? Nobody played the first one. They ain't going to play the second one. Well, yeah, but I mean, people were signed up to play it. They just didn't come yeah. because it was going to be a shit like, show. I think like, Blink One Eighty Two was there and Major Laser. Yeah, I think Blink pulled out real early. Yeah, they were like, like yeah, it was no, bef- we're not going to go there. Before everything <laughs> fell apart, Blink was like, yeah, we're not coming to that. <laughs> that wasn't even the good Blink with, like, the three guys. No, yeah. Like the uh, Alkaline yeah. Trio guy. Yeah, he wasn't even back yet. <laughs> uh, speaking of music, which I should have mentioned at the top of the show, but uh, actually, I think Drunk interrupted me, so it's his fault. Yeah. We're going to be talking to uh, Post Sex Nachos after the break. They're a uh, rock great, and roll band. Great band name. They're from Columbia, Missouri, Travis. They're... they're Fairly oh, close to us. Yeah, in your neck of the woods. They're your neighbors. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. Travis, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love music lawsuits. They're among my favorite things. And Reezy sent me one earlier today that I don't really know what to make of it. Apparently, there's three guys that are being criminally charged for stealing the handwritten lyrics to Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> what? But there's a a lot of discussion on whether or not they were even really stolen. It seems stupid. Don where Hedley's were these? Gonna, gonna, uh, he's gonna testify, Travis. Where were these handwritten lyrics kept? I don't know. Like one guy had them, and then he sold them to these other guys, and like they're under arrest for maybe buying stolen stuff. You think uh, that like Glenn Fry would have been buried with those lyrics or something, I right? I say Don Henley's got a fucking back room where he's got like one of the guitars he played in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, the Eagles don't carry a shit. notary around. With them. I'm, I'm no. not thinking that the lyrics for Hotel California are written on a napkin. Or well, and also Joe Walsh, like that guy's probably got all sorts of shit that he's pawned off for fucking drugs over the course of how many years? <laughs> a thousand percent. So yeah, that one's going on, Travis. But also, are you drinking? Cola with your fireball? Yeah. You like fireball? Yeah. Oh, dude, little, dude. Uh, 
you want to mix fireball, you you got to get cream soda. Cream soda and fireball is the fucking bomb. Or apple juice. Travis, uh, Kanye West asked Ozzy Osbourne if he could sample his music. If Kanye West asked me anything, I'd tell him no. Fuck off. And Ozzy Osbourne oh. said, "That's what that's what Ozzy said." He said, hey, fuck off, is what he said. Uh, uh, Sharon! Uh, tell that guy to fuck off! And so I have the song... I can't work the clicker! ...in question. And from what I understand, <laughs> he didn't use it. Like, he didn't get the permission, and so he didn't use it. But this is where he was going to use it. Really quick, though, before you play it, don't you not have to have permission anymore? Isn't sampling just like fair use? I don't know. I don't know how this whole thing works. He said he's gonna I mean, sue, even though he, I mean, like if he even dun, can. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dun, 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 dun. This the Game of Thrones. It's featured one time in the song, Travis, and that's it. Is that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be like War Pigs? What is that supposed to be? Yeah, well, I think that's what he asked for, but then he just changed it to a different guitar sound, and then play a little more of that Kanye song. I usually don't like Kanye. That sounded pretty promising. Play a little more. Nigga, catch a charge, extra large, and it's so hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe the nose like a credit card. I read an interesting debate that I wanted to run by you the other day to see. how you felt about it. Uh, now, you watched the Super Bowl where Alicia Keys performed at halftime. I did not watch the halftime show. With, uh, yeah, with, uh, with, uh, uh, Ursher. And so everyone that watched that heard her fuck up the first note. And all the more power to her, great that she was even playing live. I didn't think they did play live. I think but, they, the, the, yeah, there's, the rumor is she did that on purpose to prove she was playing live. Uh, we, uh, we 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 were having this discussion during the Super Bowl, actually, and somebody was like, I didn't think they did that live at all. I was like, well, no, it depends on the artist. They always have a backing track, always, yeah. always, always, always. So you'll hear, like, last year Rihanna, like, was singing, and then she would, like, pull the microphone from her face, and, like, the chorus of the song would, like, keep going. Yeah. There's always a backing track just in case they fuck up. Now, this uh, is but interesting. Typically, most of these people are performing live. This was the Super Bowl performance live. This is what everybody heard. Some people want it all, but I don't want nothing at all. But then the official NFL YouTube channel, Travis, posted the performance. And when you watch it on YouTube, this is what you hear. Some people want it all, but I don't. They fixed it, Travis. They fixed it. Who cares? Well, e- even that fuck up to me sounds great. Like she she has the voice where if she doesn't come out of the gate singing the correct note, yeah. it still sounds fucking awesome. It doesn't, Alicia yeah, Keys it, is great. I'd so say it she, doesn't matter Alicia Keys rules, but yeah, she's great. They changed it, Travis. They obviously changed it. And so there was a, a they did change it roaring on about. The public record is going to be that YouTube clip, right? I mean, like the NFL posted that. That's the official record of the performance where they fixed it. 
you know what I would say to those people? Should have been there live. You don't give a fuck, Travis? Is that what we what, say? What's no. Care? What's the care about? Should have should have seen know. it live. I don't know. I, I was kind of understanding what they were saying. How many people watched the Super Bowl? We all heard the note get fucked up. Will How there many not times be a record has, of the note getting fucked who up? Cares? How many times has Elvis's debut on the Ed Sullivan show been run through random computers to change the way that it sounded? Because, first of all, the sound on televisions when that first happened was trash. Yeah. And second of all, there's a way to like extract the best possible sounding version of that and placing it over there. Granted, they did change like her hitting the note, but I mean, at the same time, like we do this, we overwrite history over and over and over again in this country and maybe in the world. I don't know. But as a, as a citizen of the United States, I know that we overwrite history all the time. And especially as new uh, archives come out, you know, whether it be YouTube or et cetera, et cetera, where, I mean, we just like trying to make it sound better than it was. So, I mean, this is this is not new. I liked the debate, though. I thought it was interesting. Just what uh, responsibility do we have to preserve what is real? Well, hey, listen, somebody could have had a VCR hooked up to their television. They could have uh, they could have well, recorded I it mean, live and we, then we had have it. So it's out themselves. there. We, we right. just have to preserve it, Travis. That's going to be our responsibility, I think. Yeah, save that on the uh, official the WFOD servers, uh, you know, for 20 years when people are like, what actually happened when Alicia Keys sang during Usher's halftime performance? Yeah. Guys, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to regroup. When we come back, we're going to talk to post-sex nachos. Trevor I have a new album out called uh, Primavera. It's great. I, I like this band, Travis. They, they kind of got like a like a poppy, rocky, uh, like college vibe. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Coming up. I really wish we could have worked it out. Rock and roll, man post-sex nachos. You can cut your grass to it. That's for damn sure. Hey, it's post-sex nachos. Hanging with the Duffy, listen to Primo Vera on Spotify. Stick around. saw the iron claw and reports no horses thanks rob and doug Lemu, i know you're my partner and we're supposed to be professional like the professional service you get from liberty mutual where you only pay for what you need but i think i'm falling in love with you i know it sounds crazy mmm Yes. 
Yeah. Limu emu. Fuck me with your weird corkscrew bird dick. Ugh. Liberty, 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 liberty. W-F-O-T. My godson had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Get your hand off your hog. And I got accused by my two sisters of being vulgar. Get your hand off your hog. I said, hey, tell your son to get his hand off his hog. Get your hand off your hog. Get your hand off your hog. Burn. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Our guests are the rock and roll band Post Sex Nachos. Their new album is called Primavera. You can get it now on Spotify or wherever you get music. Check out postsexnachos.com to see where they're playing near you. Guys, Mitch, Chase, Hunter, Kevin, and Sammy are on the program. What is that thing behind you? Uh, uh, a telescope? No, behind you. What is it? Oh, it's a... Yeah, it's a big old uh, peacock feather, but it's made, it's a portrait uh, made of like hay and straw. It just kind of laid on the canvas and it was painted over like a peacock feather. It's actually, um, it's the eye of Sauron is what it is. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm blocking it from anybody, you know, just blasting the back of my head. That's it. You're doing the Lord's work. I know. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if we have any Lord of the Rings fans in here. So I work at a bookshop, and uh, I bought a. Uh, this is super random, but I bought a uh, an illustrated version of the entire trilogy yesterday that was illustrated by like J.R.R. Tolkien. It was like Holy crap! Bucks. It was crazy. It was a stupid buy, 
but it's it's my new favorite thing that I have. It's was like it, this he, was he drawing like maps and stuff? What? Yeah. Yeah, 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 maps, and he's got like there. I flipped to a page. It was like he had illustrated like the uh, like the meeting of the fellowship in Rivendell. Yeah. It's cool as hell. It was the yeah, best I've ever spent. Yeah, it was crazy. My uh, my brother in law writes books, and I, I think that he he has a lot. Like he has like a whole glossary in the back of like uh, all of like what all the words mean. Like, I guess everybody mm-hmm. speaks their own language. And so yep. mm-hmm. you have, have, I, I, I don't think I have the, the patience for that. I, yeah. I, uh, I've never tried reading the series before. So I'm hoping that the pictures and uh, all those <laughs> fancy, fancy uh, maps and things will draw me in and make me feel, uh, make me feel nice and, Nice and easy, like Hello. a big. Hey, there we go. Hey, how's it going, guys? Wow, good. It was really stressful, <laughs> and I didn't like Hunter slandering me when I couldn't respond. <laughs> You've got your regular face on now, which is good. Not your it's morning. Not my morning face. It's my normal face. Your normal face. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing okay. Doing better. Uh, were you? Guys- <laughs> Were you guys all Mizzou guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's where you met? Pledging fraternities or something? Well, let's not. (laughs) Three of us were. (laughs) Were you all friends who decided to start a band? Or like, do musicians all just kind of look for other musicians to kind of join up with and, and play together? And so... I, I guess I'm asking, like, was it a friendship or, or that you d- then decided to make music? Or were you musicians who all just kind of gravitated towards each other and then all kind of hit it off? We're so friends I, of that, uh, <laughs> I was going to say we're friends of convenience. We just all happen to be musicians as well. <laughs> I, sent a gr- I sent a message into a big group chat asking for a drummer. Chase and I were friends and then... We were also in the same group chat as Hunter. It was and a fraternity group chat. We were in a fraternity, fraternity group chat. Group chat. <laughs> Let's Let's that yeah, scratch that. Uh, <laughs> synonymous word to fraternity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I said, anyone drum? And Hunter lied and said, oh, I'm a drummer. And then went out and bought a $150 drum kit on Facebook Marketplace and then like practices ass off and then we're a band <laughs> so what's that all about hunter you just wanted to be part of a thing or yeah i played <laughs> drums. i played certainly yeah freshman year of college i did just want to be a part of it i was looking for many as many things as possible to be a part of and uh i, I played drums for a little bit when i was younger so i had a little sense of rhythm but then uh yeah i you know we just kind of started faffing around and uh yeah, I and mean, that was that was sort of it. I've never heard you use that verbiage before. Faffing? I use faffing around daily. It's a good term. No, not every day. Not every day. Faffing around. And so oh. you, you guys didn't play live for a really long time, didn't you? Didn't you guys just kind of experiment with sounds and record and and the playing live thing kind of came about way late in the process, didn't it? Yeah, we we had like I wouldn't say way late. It, it it took a little while, and I mean, we'd put out I think a song or two that we made in an attic and a student center building. Um, 
in that order, I believe. And that that seemed to justify having enough music to go and play a live show at this little <laughs> karaoke dive bar. We played a release show for our single that's called Coffee. And I was the opener. <laughs> and Mitch was the opener. You opened for you? Well, I wasn't with them yet. Oh, he, like, I, he was playing in our band, but he wasn't in the band. Well, I, actually, that's what what the real question is, and what I don't think I've ever really found the timestamps for, is which happened first. Did they ask me to play piano for coffee first, or did they ask me to open? I don't know. It was, it was piano for coffee first. Okay, so I was in the band when they asked me to play. Is that a cat? That's not. Oh, that's, oh, that's Lindy. That's Lindy. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at, at, at his screen. It was like, what? that's Lindy. So it, it's my dog. Oh, it's a dog? <laughs> COVID happened somewhere in there too, right? So not, not too long after. We played probably like five. Yeah, somewhere between five and 10, I think, shows before COVID. And, and so you guys have, do you just, when you finish a song, put it out? Because it seems like you guys have like a steady stream of singles coming out. And do you just put it out as you make them? We, I think in more recent years, we've been a touch more strategic uh, about <laughs> like not pumping out whatever we, uh, whatever we make. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, for a while there, uh, it was just write it, throw it out, see what happens. It seems like everything you put out, everybody gets a writing credit on. Is it is it truly that communal where everybody puts in on every song? Mm-hmm. I'd say especially with our last two projects, when we are all, you know, COVID, it was hard because we weren't, we weren't all able to be in the same room all the time. Yeah. Um, but when, when it came to this last album, Primavera, and the your second favorite boy band we were all like we were all together that whole time and we put the all the pieces together together but i'd say yeah i think we we do a better and better job every time of of hearing each other and working off of each other in um you know it's one thing to do it in a studio but it's another thing to do it when we're all in a practice space writing for three hours and that's what we did for a lot of the to prepare do you guys do the go to a actual studio thing or or do you have yeah okay yeah since we since coming to nashville we've got our rehearsal spaces because you know it's tough to rehearse in residential areas in nashville they're pretty tight about that so we every week we go to a one of two studios we've been going to for since we moved here and I, I think it's helped quite a bit just to have it you know in a dedicated space and with an engineer who comes in and gets the sound all nice and right and uh i think it's helped us get songs ready to go on the road a lot faster than in the past, which has been really nice. Every week you're doing this? Yeah, it's oh, like once a, a week. Practice studio. Yeah, I, I think you might have asked about like recording studio. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so you're so going to this practicing. Our, yeah, so that we do we do that for rehearsal. We, there's like this uh, big complex. There's a few of them here in Nashville, and they have a bunch of like rooms that are all kitted out with monitors and boards and mics and so what have you and then uh this was our first time this past album and i guess the the ep that came before the three song keep moving uh this was the first time that we actually did a studio album 
we did a live album for our first record if you count that but uh, we were still trying to figure out how to play our instruments on that <laughs> and, uh, and mike i guess to give you some context so the first two records it was basically the four of us me mitch chase sammy and then just before moving to nashville about two years ago we sort of a through a crazy grapevine of social networking we ended up getting connected to Kevin. So just before we moved on to Nashville, we we got to to add Kevin to the group, and um, you know we really stopped faffing about and uh, really started making the uh, making the music more serious and and taking the taking the projects uh, taking the projects more seriously. We decided it was time to stop faffing about. It was is define yeah. faff. Define faff, please. I prefer not to. Why Nashville? What? What? I guess just because there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of places to play and things to do. I guess. I mean, yeah. It's it's more it's more about all of the uh, the people that are in. I, I guess in the similar realm to us that are here. Because um, honestly, in Nashville, we don't really play as a band all that much here. You know, we it, we almost more or less just treated as a regular tour stop, like a home home base, I guess, but not really exactly. Yeah, because you you don't go out and play a bar on a Tuesday, right? Our home market is still very much Columbia, Missouri, probably. Yeah, in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, but the move to Nashville was, I mean, mostly because there's a lot more people just based on population and what the scene is. There's a lot more people who are active in Nashville at this level. And having a community that's much larger of people who are, you know, doing the same thing you're doing and are just as driven, that's a good environment to be in. And I'm not saying Columbia doesn't have that. It's a great incubator for that kind of thing. But at a certain point, you know, it is a smallish town in the Midwest. It is a college town. So there is good, you know, opportunity there. But uh, at a certain point, you got to try and get somewhere where there's more folks around. Nashville is also uh, a prime opportunity for us to go somewhere like that that isn't super, super expensive immediately like New York or L.A. Not only that, Mm -hmm. and we're all somewhat close to home because, you know, Missouri is only five hours away. And Chicago's Chicago's only about seven to eight. Are any of you from St. Louis? I'm from St. Louis. No way. That's three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I, 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 my sister moved to Kansas City. And so I, yeah. most of my Columbia has been uh, passing through on the way to Kansas City and back. It's but. funny you said my parents moved to Kansas City. Yeah. So now I, I also make the trek back and forth yeah. through all the time. Went, went to the Blue Note a bunch of times. You guys play the Blue Note a bunch? Yeah. Love yeah. That's our home venue. Great. We're actually, um, we're playing there in April. Uh, we're playing April twentieth at the Blue Note, which will be a blast. Is is it weird because that place is mainly like a college town, and so most of the people that I guess come and go from there aren't from there. So how do you like maintain being like a Columbia band when most of the people I guess that would like you kind of come and go? But then I guess they spread out, right? Yeah, yeah I right. Mean, that in itself is really nice is that they they all spread out about the country they go fath fath about uh, is, did i use that correctly faff it was faff i think f a f f right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they go fath about 
Uh, but but no, we we generally do two big shows there uh, a year. So right. I mean, any <laughs> any folks that are sophomores, juniors, seniors that liked us from the year prior are going to bring the freshman buddies. Yeah, and then you like you you infect them, and then they spread out and spread the spread the, uh, the uh, disease. Yeah, right? yeah infect. That's like machos <laughs> infecting college students, and Being you can infected. print it, and you can print mm. it. Don't mm-hmm. print it. <laughs> the the album's out now, right? Uh, it is. And where? What's the best place to send people? I guess uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Music. If you believe in that, Pandora. Song. Pandora. You can you can listen to us on Pandora. You can see us on the road and buy the vinyl. Yeah, that's true. We uh, that's the only way that we're uh, selling our vinyl at the moment. It's just in person at the shows. Show you gotta come to the show. We're gonna be on the road for <laughs> weeks. When when are you going on the road soon? Uh, Friday. Friday. And you're gonna be gone for a bit, right? Yeah, until March thirtieth. Well, guys, thank you. Uh, it's cool talking yeah. to you. Um, Thanks for talking to us, yeah. man. <laughs> this is this has been nice. This has been yeah, very nice. Guys, I, I think that I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to help you with making faffing a thing. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, I'm gonna no. make it my mission. Thank <laughs> I like faffing. I, I think that we're gonna work on faffing. Faffing makes me feel good. Thanks. Faffing makes me feel good. Thanks. <laughs> good luck with the tour. Uh Thanks so yeah, much, Mike. Mike appreciate Thank you, man. Take All right, care. take it. Do you want to faff with me? WFOD. Okay, that was post sex nachos, Travis. Uh, nice guys. Uh, they're going to be playing in Colombia in April, drunk. I might try to bother you to go on a road trip with me. In April? In April, yeah. Actually, it's be, on 420, I think. Oh, that's not I'll, I'll be in Nashville during that time. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I'm going to Nashville. That's why I won't be on the show that week. Are you doing a work thing? No. Me and the wife are going on a, our first uh, solo on a plane get out of town trip since our honeymoon in oh, 2007. Are you going to go to Kid Rock's bar? Fucking romantic Probably. As fuck, That'd be dope. Travis. You need to go to the distillery and get the uh, the... Nashville hot chicken mac and cheese, Travis. That's what. You- yeah, dog. I'm getting all that shit. Oh, that's so I good. like. Uh, people want to go to places for the culture, you know, and all that. It's, Amy probably wants to see the music. I want food. Yeah, food. just wh- wherever the food is. Like, I've already got a guy that has gone and told me that this hole in the wall barbecue place is really good. Yeah. That's already in my itinerary. I want food. I love food. I want to drink and I want to eat and I don't give a shit about the rest. My new thing is yeah. I want to go to a weird pizza place. I had a uh, when I was in Nashville. I had a fried green tomato blt oh, oh that sounds amazing <laughs> i love blts golly, fried green tomato good. blt sounds really good <laughs> travis i i remember my trips to nashville fondly it's a fun city um i do want to tell you something similar on that tick um there is a, a new study that I think that we can somehow exploit, Travis. I don't think that this exists yet. Well, I will say this. Get ready to pay out the nose. 
Yeah, I've uh, assumed that it was going to be natural. is starting to be like Vegas prices. It's crazy. But yeah, especially it, f- especially for a Wisconsinite who likes to drink a lot, uh, I've heard that's going to be a real price. If we want to get out of the podcasting game, Travis, I think I know what our our business could be. Uh, what is it? Is this our business now? <laughs> it, it's not. Very I have profitable. to work a day job, buddy. This like <laughs> uh, this is not. Paying well, I guess rich. maybe we could podcast and do this, Travis. But we're all going to quit our jobs and do this. Pitt's Dr. Young says that when it comes to recall, sense go where words fall short. Is that when we use words, they don't cue memories as quite as as vivid. The study used 24 different scents, from Vic's VapoRug to ketchup, to one subject's flood of memory to her first date with her husband from coffee. Now, Travis, destinations don't like bottle and sell their signature scent. Which I feel like we could do. We could make them their own scent that is distinctly theirs and pipe that shit in so that people can take it home and remember. Well, I mean, most of these, like, you know, New York and New Orleans have their own scent. And it's usually Yeah, and mostly it's what? (laughs) Smog. Or rat shit. And additionally, Dr. Young says when depressed subjects were cued by scents or odors, they were more likely to remember positive events. She says sparking more vivid memories can actually improve problem solving overall. Now, this is being used in, like, treating depression, Travis. That's not what this is for. So when I was uh, of college age, me and my buddies used to go to Atchison, Kansas, three times a year to see our college friends. Okay. That city smelled like spilt beer. Spilt beer? Right. And so when you smell spilt beer, do you think of that city? Well, they had a, like a barley factory there. Yeah. So like the whole city just reeked of, I just spilled a beer yesterday and it uh, smells gross. Well, this is really no different than like when you, like your senses are your senses. So right? like it's no different than when like you hear a song from your adolescence and it kind of transports you back. Right. Like, of course, a smell can do this exact same thing. Like when I hear... Uh, Californication, the album, not the song specifically, um, by uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm transported before a time where I was a married man or in a committed relationship where I was just kind of fucking around, right? So <laughs> obviously, smells are going to be able to do the same thing. You so you got your fuck on to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is that what you're saying, Trevor? Um, yeah. Um, I I think I revealed this on the podcast before i lost my virginity to uh no doubt uh don't speak so anytime i hear that song Jeez, also it's like oh yeah man sweet that's not the song Travis, um you don't you don't think my my we could sell this to potential businesses and i stuff? do no. but you this scent mumbo jumbo and just say no, i I do, I do, and I think Drunk is on the same page. Like, I actually do agree with you where I believe that this is probably um, a legitimate thing that you could take off with because, but it's like, it's it's such a, uh, a sedentary, it's, it, it's like an individual experience, right? Like, so 
I feel like everybody experiences things differently. So I don't think that necessarily a smell for a certain destination or place is necessarily going to invoke the same feelings or memories for a certain person. I think everything is so individualistic. So what you would need to do, do you watch Shark Tank? Yeah, man. So you know those like cold, like uh, they got, they're methylated and it's like a Coke stick. And they fucking... Have you seen that episode before? I love fucking coke. No, I don't. <laughs> so it's basically like this little stick, and it's got two holes at the top, and it's mentholated, and you just fucking... Like, you're ripping you a fucking eight ball. And it's just like vapor, and it, it's supposed to, like, clear your sinuses. Maybe oh. I'm not explaining what... So, uh, so you put that scent in that stick, and that way it could be like your little... Yeah, like, like let's say... It's you're, like a portal to a different time and destination. You're right. the band post-sex nachos, Travis. You're on tour. And you sell your t-shirts, you sell your vinyl records, right? But when people go see this band live, they have the smoke machines and all kinds of shit pumping out their signature scent that they went to the scentologists and made their own scent that they can then sell at their merch booth. Be like, buy the candle that will remind you of this night. Yeah. Buy the the air freshener for your car that will remind you of this night. So what you're saying is you're essentially bringing bringing the uh, brand affiliation of like the influencers and the Kardashians down to every artist. You're saying like Kim Kardashian's got her own scent. I would imagine all them other fucking Kardashians have their own well, sense. They, they have Tonight. music videos to in, entice your eyes, Travis. They, it's the underutilized. I know for scent. a fact that my cousin has a candle that says this candle smells like Harry Styles hoodie. <laughs> but is that, has that ever been verified? I don't know. I mean, it's marketing. It's finest for sure. Right, for sure. But what if, like, you went to a Harry Styles concert and it had a weird smell? And he sniffed his hoodie? And then when you were leaving, you were like, God, I want to remember this night forever. I had so much fun listening to the encore of Watermelon Sugar. Oh, my God. You know a name of a Harry Styles song? Watermelon Sugar. Yeah, I I know that one. I thought that was a Jonas Brother. No, that was Harry Styles. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Hi. Watermelon sugar. Hi. You know what I'm talking about, Travis? I think that song's about eating pussy. I love songs about eating pussy. Uh, is your favorite? <laughs> I mean, they're up there. Is Petula Clark, is that her name? Petula? I think so. Travis, do you have a pick of the week? Something you want the people to know about? Yeah, I think uh, Travis's pick of the week this week is the motion picture, The Iron Claw. Oh, uh, Von Erich film, eh? Yeah, it's about the family. The It's a, it's the biography of the... Texas the, Tornado. The, yeah, the uh, Von Erich family um, starring uh, Zac Efron in an unrecognizable form. I'll tell you what. If you turn on uh, spoiler alert, Claw, I bet you it doesn't end happily. You no, it does not. You look at uh, Zach Efron in the Iron Claw. That motherfucker could play uh, a live action He Man. 
He is so jacked and unrecognizable. It's insane. Plus, he also has a terrible haircut, just like he man. So, uh, uh, also could well, port over to a Masters like the of the Von Universe Eric's movie. Dad, yeah. Just like the Von Erics. But uh, Jeremy Allen White uh, from The Bear um, and uh, Zach Efron headlined this bad boy. Also starring shit, I knew his name and I don't remember from Mind Hunter, uh, the short David Fincher uh, Netflix series, which was very good. Oh, God, I, he plays the uh, the uh, the father of, of the Von Erics children's. But uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the acting is unbelievable. The story is incredible. It is not a happy story. Um, a lot of bad shit happens throughout the course of this motion picture to this family. Um, but goddamn, was it good? Like this was like the wrestler good when Mickey Rourke made his comeback out of nowhere cool. and uh, like super uh, dramatic uh, fashion. Uh, this movie, The Iron Claw, was so very good. Um, highly recommended. It uh, might still be in theaters, but uh, is now on VOD, and I would imagine it will be coming to streaming soon. Sharp. But uh, The Iron Claw, hi- highly recommended. Travis, I actually have two great picks of the week this week, but I'm only going to do one and save one for next week. But yeah. I, I have a, an album by the band Idols. Uh, they have a new album that just came out this past Friday. Travis, I've already listened through it like six times. I fucking love this new album. It's called Tank. Now, Tank, for whatever reason, is spelled T-A-N-G-K. I don't know what that's all about. But the whole album has no skips, Travis. It's it, it's amazing. Uh, I had never paid attention to the band Idols before. Apparently, they've been a band a long time. Uh, but this new album fucks. Um, so yeah, let me ask you a question. I was just thinking about this today. Uh, a Waylon Jennings song came on, uh, that featured Willie Nelson. And I was like, God damn, you know what I loved? I loved that Johnny cash, Willie Nelson album. That was like that storytellers. It was like unplugged. Just, it was just so fucking good. And obviously I have it on CD, but I'm not listening to CDs. Never. I, I can't remember the last time I put a CD in. How are you listening to full albums? Spotify. Spotify yeah. plays full albums? Yeah. New releases. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to check this out. And I listened th- to it and I was fucking floored, Travis. And then I just started it right back over it. Do, do they also have old albums? Like yeah, full albums from start they have to finish? Fucking everything. So I should start using Spotify. Yeah. Absolutely, you should. I do. What, right. what do you listen to, Travis? Do you listen to Pandora? What do you? What do you... If, if you're gonna do for it, fucking pay for it because it's got a lot of commercials. This year. Yeah, all I listen to is uh, essentially Sirius XM, and then um, like when I'm home, I'll have my uh, Alexa play shit, or I'll watch shit on YouTube mm. or whatever. But like, I miss listening to albums front to back, and uh, it I didn't seem like I streaming. Will put out the CD and everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like I have plenty of CDs. They're packed away in fucking totes and storage. Like, what am I going to dig out my 500 CD fucking <laughs> uh, like yeah. sleeve thing? Travis, it's it's a miracle, this Spotify. They have every album ever. I grew up buying CDs every Tuesday. Now Friday comes along, and everything's just right there on my fucking telephone. Uh, but yeah, if you if you get it, Check out the new Idols because it's really good. Uh, it's my pick of the week, Travis. Drunk pick of the week? 
Uh, Travis, what's the uh, name of that series that we like on uh, Netflix? The, the one that I haven't watched like. yet? No, no, no. It's like, you know, the same one that has like Timmy Rebo and uh, uh, it's like Insider. Is that what it's called? Oh, uh, Untold? Untold, yeah. So it's uh, Untold. It's called Breaking Point. It's basically oh, the story of yeah. Marty Fish's um, mental health issues. Who's Marty Fish? He is a tennis player that got top ten, and then next thing you know, he couldn't handle it. So went whack. They're they are not cranking those untolds out fast enough. Yeah, well, like quality takes time, Travis. Yeah. Uh, sacrifice just a tad bit of quality <laughs> to get me those more often. What is the newest? Because that turning point is not the newest one. Isn't the t- Bre- breaking, no, point. Not, breaking point? Yeah, the breaking point. It, uh, the newest one, I think, was the Jake Paul one, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, the newest one was Jake Paul. That came out months and months and months ago. They need to get all of Netflix's people on this shit and start cranking well, these I mean, fucking it could be things just like any other so series. good. It could just be like any other series that comes out once a year and they drop all 12 of them at one time. And Oh, I'm also going to drop a second pick of the week because I'm going to forget that it's my pick of the week. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Dynasty, the uh, New England Patriots uh, series on Netflix. Or not Netflix, Apple Plus. Yeah. Uh, it is a, apparently a 10-part series. I watched the two-part series. Jeez. This is going to be my pick of the week for the next nine weeks. It's they, so they fucking good. They asked us if we wanted really? the director for that, Travis. It's so, it's so good. What's that? They asked us if we wanted the director for that. And, I was like, yeah. and, and we said no. Yeah. Well, we're from St. Louis, so we're still bitter from... Well, and I also don't <laughs> love the Patriots I just or Tom Brady. It. I didn't even think we would care. Yeah. I don't. I also they don't took love our the dynasty, <laughs> and then our <laughs> team. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking good. It's it's the first two episodes are very early on, obviously, and it was like how Tom Brady came to be uh, behind Drew Bledsoe and all of the crazy shit that went on there. Um, the first two episodes are amazing. I can't even imagine. Uh, what's coming in the next eight episodes? Uh, well, you do Dynasty know what's coming, and... Travis. You you lived it. But I mean, I don't know what's coming in in terms of behind the scenes, right? Bill like Bill Belichick so... and Tom Brady, they won Super Bowls and stuff. Yeah, you got the basics right. Like you can you can probably write down the bullet points of what happened for the New England Patriots for like a bunch of years. The owner, the behind the scenes, shit's so jobs. good. He got tug jobs in. Uh, shady. If you own the Patriots, you'd want tug jobs too. Listen to me. Good for him. If there was tug job places around me, if I had a particularly rough day, you don't think I'd visit? Yeah, go get you a dick massage, right? Yeah. Like, hey, rub me down. Oh, I feel pretty loose. Now, and doctors say it is. Uh, it's good for you. You need to have that release. Um. At least once a week, right? At least once a week. They say that there is a there's a growing concern that I just read about that doctors are saying that um, people are avoiding masturbation, and they're saying that that is a growing health concern uh, among uh, not millennials, but whatever the hell is it, Gen, Gen Z. Z? Yeah, Gen Z uh, are avoiding sex and they're avoiding uh, masturbation, and that's a growing health concern. So, drunk, so we need more tug job places. Do you know why I would have pulled this? Moth. 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 Why do I have this? 
Marth. 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 Now it sounds like Marth. 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 I don't care for this. You know what it is? It's uh, it's Wolverine saying Morph. Do you remember in the first episode when Morph died and then he was sad and he was Morph. He was sad that Morph Morph died. Uh, I haven't watched. But why would I have pulled that? Why would I have? Maybe you're excited about Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh, you were thinking you you pulled it you pulled it because people were mad about Morph identifying as both a man and a female. He's a shapeshifting man. But it's a shapeshifter, so who gives a shit? Yeah. I haven't even seen it yet, so how can I Deadpool and Wolverine, that trailer is amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, I don't think anybody can wait. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. Guys, we did it. Uh We'll do it again. I don't know. Soon, soonish, right? Ish. Yeah. Do it again. Soon. Let's do it again, guys. Come back. Come back way, and listen to us talk. Be, uh, We're gonna talk to you again. We're gonna talk to each other. Um, hey, listen. Um, if you guys got a new cola or a new music lo- lawsuit, uh, just go ahead and send that to us, and I'll send you a DVD copy of Bone Jangles. Charles, <laughs> uh, that that Idols Tank album totally ripped off the Dunkin' Donuts font. Like, if you look at all of the, the album, and, like, uh, they, they've posted, like, a bunch of music videos on YouTube and stuff, every one of them, that is totally the Dunkin' Donuts font. And I Best, just, comer- best commercial of the Super Bowl was the, the Dunk Kings. listening to this installment of the dub thought you enjoyed it subscribe on apple spotify iheart or wherever you listen to podcasts while you're there take a moment to share a link tell a friend leave a review or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do this operation is completely independent and so your support is appreciated leave questions comments or whatever you want on our voicemail at 636-487-HAND or by email to mike travis or drunk at WFODshow.com. Special thanks as always to our Patreon sponsors, The Duchess of New Jersey, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Liquid Lozenge, Brian Kranz, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can become a Patreon sponsor yourself to get early access to episodes for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash WFODicks. WFODshow.com has our entire back catalog. It also has a place to fully immerse yourself in dub fod lore with cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. You can also follow us at WFOD Show on Twitter and Instagram or WFODix on Facebook and YouTube. The music featured is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. All AI voices are fake. All content is probably a joke, and we think you're really nice and cool. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care.
know where they got it from where? it's from a movie called as if as if and it has the harry potter guy in it and the person Which harry potter like the main harry like yeah. harry potter and the guy who says it is that really tall guy with the ugly nose that adam driver he said the really tall guy with the ugly nose is that what he said yeah yeah. You talking about uh, the the Star Wars guy? Adam Driver. Yes. Okay. He says he uh, he has sex with his girl, and then after he's done, he takes a thing of nachos out of the oven and said, "I just had sex, and now I'm gonna have nachos." Is that real? That's real. Look it up. It's on YouTube. I'm sure. And the guys in that band were like, I love this movie so fucking much. As If. Yes. Is he the star of As If, Adam Driver? No. Well, he's he's a side character. He's like maybe the third biggest star. As If Nachos. Is that what I should look up? As If Nachos scene. What If? What If. Sorry. Yes. What If. I just had sex. I'm about to eat nachos. It's the greatest moment of my life. Unless you screw it. You're welcome. Wow. That's where they got it from. I guarantee you. They were like, man, this movie's so fucking great. And how great would it be if you had nachos directly after fucking in a kitchen chair? You just blew my mind. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm here for. Who is that? I know. <laughs>